we have begun. Okay, fuck that's it. That's the start. Sure, that's the start. We're um, doing it. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I feel like every episode... Hi there. I just lose my will more every fucking time. I just black out at the start of the episode and regain consciousness after I'm done editing. <laughs> I've, seen <it. laughs> I've seen it. I've never once the, remembered recording an episode. This, oh my god. Actually, I... Unironically, I don't. <laughs> we, just, just <laughs> like, up, we just black out, and then we wake up, and there's an episode uploaded, and it's three days later, and we're in I another really state. Pay attention to that before before we started recording. I asked him if I was like, "Hey, Soren, did that did the last episode go up this past Monday, or is that supposed to go up this next Monday?" And he goes, "I don't know. Did it? <laughs> I don't check. I upload That's the episode, I- and then I forget about it." We both forget about it, because we don't fucking use the Twitter like we should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I could set up it to tweet whenever an episode goes live, but... You can schedule, you can schedule tweets. I could schedule We just tweets. also forget to do that. Yeah. Maybe we should um, do that. Sometime. Yeah. That's something, maybe, per- perhaps. Maybe. Um, maybe that's something we should do sometime. I want... What... Do you know what... I, never mind. No. Ask. <laughs> I feel like a fucking idiot. Do you know what? Do you know what SAP seventeen thirty eight is? Seventeen thirty eight. Yeah. Can find out. I I don't know what it is. I just think it's a fun. It's the funny number. I don't think it's the funny number. No, I'm just saying like seventeen thirty eight is the funny number, not whatever skip it is. Yeah, I don't think it has anything to do with the funny number. It's the phobia sampler. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I looked at the one we were doing. Yawn. Like, boring. Lame. Let's get on to the episode. <laughs> 1730. What happened to Site 13? I don't know. That. What happened? That's the name of the SCP. I don't know. What happened? I don't know. You better go catch it. What? (laughs) What? (laughs) Okay. This is fucking stupid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Site 13. Never hasn't been. Yeah, that's true. Um,. Uh, there's like this is like that one of those weird pages where there's like the alternate layout. I think this was one of the earlier ones to get it. Okay, that that makes sense honestly. Cause it's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at the top of the page. It's also it this says, is extremely long. Um, <laughs> which is why we're just doing it today. Yeah, let me let me hold on. I'm gonna look up something. Okay. Well, while he does that, I'm gonna talk. Um. At the top of the page, it says classified by the authority of the SCP Foundation Overseer Council. It says this document and all associated documents the property. Uh, you know what? That that seems like some legal bullshit. Okay, yeah. So here's the thing. Um, do you know how there's those reading videos? Uh, kind of. Of like, oh, what's happened to it? Um, This one channel I found has at least four parts each 40 minutes long of this. Just this one. Of just this? Of just this one. Interesting. So... <laughs> We're having some fun. <clears throat> um, yeah. I I guess we could just start. The the class is neutralized, which is interesting. And there's a picture of it underneath that says the main office of uh 1730. Primary access to a basement levels is below the structure. It's just like a an abandoned like looks like an office. It's like a building in the middle desert. of a desert. Do you want to do the containment procedures? Sure. A circular perimeter has been established two kilometers from seventeen thirty, and a quarantine zone has been established one kilometers from it. Personnel who are to enter at 1730 must first undergo Class 7 hazardous contact preparation measures. Jesus. Including the application of a modified Maxwell-hardened hazardous material reinforced airtight suit. Suit. 
The applications of these protective measures may only take place at the provisional Site-23 quarantine main gate. Individuals attempting to exit the quarantined area must first submit to thorough decontamination protocols as administered by the quarantine security staff. Individuals failing to meet the quarantine extraction parameters are to be held for further decontamination, or in the event decontamination becomes unfeasible, termination. Uh, it's Oy. Big Bend Ranch State Park in Texas. <laughs> uh, containment update. Date blacked out. Dangerous biological and cognitohazardous entities have resulted in high casualties of security rescue teams. Mobile Task Force Zeta-9 Mole Rats has been assigned to all current exploration efforts. Containment update. Due to the events detailed in Exploration Log 7, all further exploration has been suspended indefinitely, pending overseer approval. Containment update 201-2016. Due to information gathered by Foundation surveillance teams, exploration and recovery efforts into Site-13 are no longer indefinitely suspended. Details will be available on a need-to-know basis. Assigned Mobile Task Force unit will be alerted by their superior officer. Uh, 0515-2017. <laughs> Mobile Task Forces Apollo 3 Game Wardens and Tau 5 Samsara are activated and assigned to explore exploration of 1730. See addendum 1730.8 for details. Uh, 622 2017. Due to the events detailed in addendum 1730.9, has become reclassified as neutralized. Additional research efforts are ongoing. Debriefing reports will become available as they are declassified. File serve notice. The following is the data file as it appeared before its reclassification as neutralized. Some ind- inconsistencies may persist. So for the description, 1730 is a large complex of stru- yeah, large complex of structures 15 kilometers northwest of the U.S.-Mexico border within Big Bend Ranch State Park that was discovered on June 5th, redacted. Due to the isolated nature of the complex and the low survival rate of individuals who came in contact with it, it is possible that 1730 had been previously discovered but unreported. 1730 bears identifying markings and contains documents to support the claim that 1730 was at one point Foundation Site 13, originally located near Nome, Alaska. This conflicts with current records, which show that Site 13 was a project that, while intended to be constructed in Nome, was scrapped for the larger and more advanced Site 19 and never completed. <clears throat> Flora located on site have been traced back to those natives of the Alaskan region. How 1730 came to be at its current location is unknown. 1730 is a severe is in a severe severe state of disrepair and appears to be have been left abandoned for an extended period of time. The site power generator has continued to operate in a damaged state despite a number of fuel leaks and fires throughout the facility. This has resulted in intermittent power failures throughout the site, hindering exploration and rescue efforts. The origin of 1730 is unknown, as is the nature of many of the anomalous entities contained within. It is confirmed that the 2nd through 15th footnote, while records indicate that these floors were utilized for containment of entities, it's uncertain how far down the facility actually extends. Basement levels were utilized for entity containment, though the state of that containment has deteriorated significantly. It is believed that a contingent of human survivors exists somewhere deep in the lower basement levels of the facility. Messages written in English have been discovered throughout the site, consisting of warnings such as danger and death here, and other messages such as not my body and bleed. A recurring message, what happened to Site-13, has been found in several different locations of the basement. Several logs or data of data have been collected by the remaining functional site terminals, the relevant data of which is contained in the addendums below. Worth noting is that inconsistencies exist between the logs and what has been determined through exploration, including site layout, staff makeup, and contained anomalies. There's two pictures on the right. One says the SCP-1730 power station, and then uh, one says message located on SW uh, Southwest stairwell leading to the third basement level. It's just a bleed on it, so that's pretty cool. So, now we get to the real meat of this, where you get to recovered logs, exploration logs, everything. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so I think, I think again, if we just start at the top and then kind of work our way yeah. out. Yeah, so no, we get to. dot one, recovered log. Team, Charlie Yukon, assignment, site 13, recovery, lead, CY-1. Begin log. We found it. Watched it kill Daly earlier. Crawled right into his mouth, and the next thing you know, Daly's got blood leaking out of his ears. Puking it up, shitting it out, everywhere. Blood looked funny, too. Too dark. It was running out of his hair, like through the follicles. His hair fell out right with it. Once it was over, the thing that crawled inside him crawled back out with a buddy. One of them, can't say which, drinks up all his blood like a leech. Another one crawls back inside Daly, and he stands up. Turns around, starts coming at us. I could see that thing inside him when he opened his mouth. So I put a bullet in his face. Then another. We emptied our magazines into him. He didn't get up after that. We're not going to be too much longer, though. Found another one of those messages down here. You know, cognito hazard expunged. Just a matter of time before it starts. We strapped some C4 to it and blew the wall, but I think it's pretty illegible at this point, but it doesn't matter. Jones already went quiet like the others. We shoved him down an elevator shaft earlier. Didn't hear the body hit the ground. I think I just heard him start up Thresher. Wish we would have known about that sooner. Oh well. God. <laughs> there's your That's first. Up. This is the... Yeah. There's... This is... Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Uh, next is, is point two. Recovered automated message. Following message was recovered from 1730's emergency warning system. Logs on file indicate that it was transmitted moments prior to major electrical disturbance and three minutes before an explosion within the pa- site power relay. Site 13... General notice. Site 13 has experienced a gross breach of containment systems. Cognito hazard expunged has breached containment during testing. On-site nuclear device is non-responsive. Pressure protocol has been activated. Life support systems online. Electrical systems offline. Fire control systems offline. Flood control systems offline. Reactor status critical. Euclid class containment status critical. Keter class containment status compromised. Mm. And now we get to the first set of exploration log transcripts. Number Log number one. Uh, date redacted, Mobile Task Force D-12 Mudslingers, Subject 1730, Team Lead D-12, Cap D-12, 1-1-5. Oh, God. <laughs> How there are I... multiple characters. Yeah, I know, and they all have numbers. Uh, I'd say if... Record is on. Everybody check your mics. <laughs> check, 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 check. And check makes five. Right. Command, do you hear us clear? Site command says, roger that, Team Lead. Captain says, all right, keep weapons locked, no matter, no idea what we're going to see in there. Yep, we're set. Let's move in those doors. He moves into this main 1730 structure through front doors. Doors found to be unlocked. Captain says, keep your eyes open. Three, dark in here. Switching lights. Good call. Team switches on, shoulder-mounted lights. Number one, something written on the wall over here. Yeah, here too, one and two. Cap, what you got? Get below and don't look at the walls next to it. Number four, a little late for that. Cap, what about you two? Two, what did we do? Cap, you see that command? Command, yes. Uh, God, this sucks to read, but it's... <laughs> I don't think you have to read all the end of it. I will. Like if you just... No. All right, let's move on out. Service elevator over here. Five, check if it has power. Yep, this'll work. And then they take the service elevator down, lit control panel with various floor buttons, hit the button label B3, and away we go. Elevator descends briefly, stops upon reaching the third basement level. Door opens to reveal a dark hallway. A single light is on at the bend of the hall, roughly 50 meters from the elevator. Okay, let's clear this level first, then we can go from there. One and three, take that hallway there. Myself and four can check the rooms in this hallway, and two and five stay here. Make sure our elevator sticks around. Team splits up. D1 and D3... One and three move towards the light at the end of the hallway. Cap begins checking rooms on the left side of the hallway. Four checks the right side. Four says, rooms are filthy. What is this? Cap. Yeah, I see it too. Is it mud? 
Four. Feels like it. Some kind of sludge. Smells metallic. Pulls test tube from belt. I'll send this back up, site command. Let you guys poke around at it. Acknowledged. Try and keep out of it as much as you can until we figure out what it is. Cap says, sure thing. One. We're at the end of this hallway. Another hallway here. Looks like there's some kind of barricade at the end. Bunch of tables and desks all piled up. Site command, can you approach the barricade one? One and three approach barricade. Four. More of the sludge in this room. Caked on the walls. Found a body. Hang on, one. Don't move. I'm coming, four. Says Cap. Cap enters the room. A visible humanoid body is seen half submerged in a thick black material in a corner. Head and neck are not visible. Cap. Yep. Any kind of identification? Four. He's got a spelt in his spot in his belt for a badge, but it's missing. Looks pulled off. Maybe to unlock a door somewhere? Cap. Maybe. Go ahead and proceed, one. One. I. Pauses. Cap. More bodies here. The sludge is all over the back of this barricade. Three. Shit. That one moved. Well, there's something else in this pile. Get a light on it. Cap. Moving your way, guys. One. Ah, there! Fuck! Gunshots. Report, guys, we're getting to you. Three. Thing crawled out of one of their mouths. Some kind of snake, I think. A lot of teeth. Can't tell what it is now. One. Look here, you hit that body, see that? Three. Fuck, it's hollow. Cap and four arrive at the barricade. Cap. You seeing this command? Affirmative. Alright, watch for that then, I guess. Weapons hot if they aren't already. Aye, aye. Let's go back to the elevator. See if we can't get down to the next level. Is that door unlocked? Yeah, I thought so. Let's just do that then. Cap. One, three, and four move back down hallway. Wait a second. Didn't this turn left earlier? It fucking did. Where's the elevator? Cap. Two, five. Do you read me? Four. Here we go. Cap. Shut it. Alright, shit. Command. Do you read us? Sure do, Command. You gotta read on two and five? Should be about 45 meters to your 12. Cap. There's a wall here. Looks like it's always been here. Looks like either we're hallucinating or the Billy is doing something fucky either way. Can you get a hold of any of them? Need no responses from either of them. Shit, let's find a way up and get out of here then. D12 team proceeds down the hallway. Notable hallway is much longer than on any recovered schematic of the site. One. Got something else in this door. Cap. What's that? It says silence. We're trying to check this. Is this a containment cell? That's just an office door. This whole floor just looks like offices. Alright then. Get in there. One attempts to open the door. It's locked. Try to knock it down. You hear that? Uh, it sounds like something, somebody's shushing. And then they kick the door down. Video records three frames of a naked human with what appears to be fire burning out of its ears, staring fearfully at the door. Three. F There's an intense white light and the sound of searing meat. All camera lenses are damaged to become non-functional. All microphones except for that on D12-3 stopped working. What happened? Captain? D12 team? D3. Can you hear us? Static. Static, and then the sound of slithering. A cry, then the sound of choking. This continues for 43 seconds, and then the sound of liquid leaking, then pouring, accompanied by the sound of vomit. Large, wet objects can be overheard hitting the floor. A dull, low-approaching sound accompanies this. Mike cuts out suddenly. D3? Shit. Uh, two. Oh, hey, Sight Command. Five. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Two, where are you right now? By the elevator. Oh, we assumed our radios had stopped working down here. We're just waiting for them to get them back. Command. The rest of the team is compromised. We're trying to establish a link to your video. No need for that. It's probably just interference. Can you, see Can you send a team down here to get us? Hang on. Video coming up. D2. Don't. Got it. Mounted cameras on both individuals do not show the hallway they've been standing in, but what looks like a large utility room. Boilers are visible in the near distance, and a wall appears to have been caved in. D2 appears to be hanging upside down, facing D5, both of whom are stark white and unmoving. Their faces are covered in blood that looks to have originated from their mouth, nostril, and eyes. A large object is seen moving behind two, accompanied by the sound of slithering from many different sources. D5 opens his eyes. 
Two frames later, the video and audio feed cuts out. No additional responses are picked up from the D12 team. Good lord. Uh-huh. Okay, so we got some cool centipedes. And that's about as far as I've read in this. So next we're on to log three. Uh, <coughs> you, okay, have some yeah, tasty yeah. audio there. Yeah, it's scrumptious. All right, initial exploration video log transcript. Date, blank, or blacked out. Exploration team, mobile task force, Y-24, Gulliver's Travelers. Subject, 1730. Team lead, Y-24, Cap. Team members, uh, dash one and dash two. Notes, initial exploration of the main site structure proved too dangerous for an additional attempt without additional resources. The only remaining mobile task force on hand was MTFY24, three-man team who was charged with entering the site power station and assessing the damage. Begin log. Site command. Coming online. Video and audio feed for all three members comes, comes online simultaneously. Ahead of them is the entrance to 1730 power station. Cap. You hear us? Affirmative. Good. Anything else we should know? Thermal scans read one of the cores are being as being superheated. Might be on the verge of an explosion. Stay as far away from them as you can. You can use the micro drones if you need to. Don't worry about trying to get them back. Right, okay, good, let's go on. Y24 team enters power station. First room appears to be a security station. Well, there's our first problem. The doors are locked. These are pretty solid, too. Is that glass bulletproof? Check it. Loud thump. Right, I guess that answers it. Command, are we clear to use explosives in here? Negative. Structure is pretty weak all over. You'll risk caving yourself in. Well, shit, there's no other way in. Hang on, we have any, do we have anybody on site with a level 4 clearance card? One that can override breach lockdowns? Dr. Edwards is with the team over at the containment bay. No, no, it would have to be someone older. Edwards has only been around, like, what, 10 years? Somebody who's had the clearance for a long time. Stand by. Director Jameson is currently on assignment at Site 65. Eh, that's three hours from here. We won't... No, you've, you've got the right idea. Get Director Jameson on the phone, command. Ask him what his clearance code was in... When was Site 19 built? 1960? Stand by. Ten minutes pass, extraneous logs removed. Alright, you ready? Go ahead. Redacted. Well, I'll be damned. Hello, Researcher Jameson. Will you look at that? We'll send the director your regards. Please do. Good one. Good work, one. Let's get in here. The team enters power station main concourse. Can you see the damaged core? No, they all look fine. Let's switch to the thermal lenses. There it is. Are we missing something? That core looks fine. You need to get closer to it, guys. Right. Releasing micro-drone command. Y-24 or cap releases the micro-drone. The drone approaches power station cores and begins to circle them. Twelve cores are accounted for, seven of them damaged beyond repair. Three have not been brought up to power, and three are operating at full capacity. One of the two is a superheated core, which aside from its abnormal temperature shows no other sign of damage. It looks fine. Can you get closer to that, Captain? Sure. The Y-24 approaches a superheated core. Temperature readings begin to rise as they grow closer. It's hot enough, anyway. What's this shit? It's really thick. Is that sludge? Some kind of waste? Try and avoid that, team. <laughs> I, I, I've... Before I could keep reading, I find it funny because they definitely know what the fuck that is. That sludge is. And they're just like, yeah, it's okay. Anyways. Trying to avoid um, that. <laughs> yeah, they're just like so nonchalant about it. Um, anyways, yeah, try and avoid that team. Captain, can you get a vial of it in the, on the micro drone and send it back out the way you came? Yeah, hang on. Two, grab one of... Yeah, you got it. Alright, samples on the way come in. Thanks, be careful guys. Try and get around to the other side of it. I'm over here. Nothing looks... Ah, fuck. Look. Jesus. Y-24-1 camera shows no fewer than 10 human bodies bound to the side of the superheated core with wire. All the bodies appear similarly to the bodies found by the D-12 team. Stark white, blood leaking from all orifices, non-responsive. Something written underneath them. Is that blood? What happened to Site-13? These lines don't run to the main structure. See here? They're running below us. Any kind of identifier? Let me see. 
Yeah, they're all labeled body pits. They run straight into the ground over there. Looks like we're going below then. Command, do you copy all that? We do. Just received your sample back as well. Going to get a report on that in just a few minutes. Alright, good. Let's get down there. There's a stairwell over here. The team approaches stairwell and begins to descend. Lighting is absent in the stairwell and all team members switch on their shoulder lights. Captain, these doors are all hard locked. Y24 team descends to the bottom of the stairwell. The door there is open. This has been pried open. Looks like someone was trying to get out? Not in. Something else written on the wall here. Fuck SCP. Well, that's polite. Team enters the doorway. You smell that? Fuck, yeah, that's disgusting. What is it? Whatever's on the other end of this hall, I'd imagine. Watch the blown radio here, guys. Team, take note that we are losing video feed. Something's interfering with our signal here. Roger that. We Audio feed cuts out. Positioning system stays active for a few more moments as Site Command attempts to reconnect with Y24. Team. Intermittent communications are received for an additional 15 minutes. Some of these are human. That same. It's all over the inside. That black shit. Smells like iron. Something crawled out. Look. Do you hear? We need to get... There's a light over there. Can you see it? Hello? Are you okay? Do you need help? We can... Audio cuts completely. Recovery efforts are halted. No communications are received from the Y24 team for an additional 24 hours, after which the team is determined to be lost. Sample that was returned with the microdrone is revealed to be blood and power core residual runoff, mixed with some kind of additional biological matter. Studying of the substance is ongoing. After one week, Y24-1's video feed became active again for 13 seconds. No audio is transmitted, and the video shows a group of humans standing around and looking down at the table. One of the humans turns to look at the camera, and the video cuts. No additional communications are received from the from the team at any point afterwards. Ouch. Well, log six. <laughs> oh, this one isn't isn't a yeah, transcript. It's, isn't it's a oh, it's just a drone. While waiting for additional resources to arrive, an unmanned drone, ground-based drone was launched into the main site complex with the same door that the D12 team had entered. The planned goal of the mission was to investigate lower floors and attempt to recover information relating to the origins of 1730. Begin log. Drone approaches main office building and enters through front door. A moment is spent observing the writing on the walls in the interior lobby before moving across the service elevator. Drone enters elevator and turns to floor selection. There are selections for 5 floors above the ground level and 15 below. Drone moves to select B15 level. Elevator begins to descend. After 7 floors, elevator suddenly stops. After a few moments of time, it is determined that this is due to an intermittent fa power failure. Drone uses suitable utility to open the forward-facing elevator door. The open elevator shaft is visible, and the drone is unable to determine the depth of the shaft. Using its winch, the drone descends below the stopped elevator to the first available floor. After prying open the dro door, the drone swings into the opening and retracts the winch. A sign on the wall just inside the doorway indicates that this is the 8th basement level, and it is a Euclid-class containment wing. Lights on this floor remain dark. The drone is instructed to move down the main hallway and look for a suitable area to descend to the next floor. Drone moves towards a side hallway and is instructed to explore down it. It is noted that the, a number of messages are written on the walls, including don't look at the walls and kill the quiet ones. After inspecting a number of rooms and finding them to only be empty offices, the drone returns to the main hallway. Drone ceases movement upon seeing a large, vaguely humanoid entity standing near the end of the hallway. See exploration file drone139.jpg. I didn't even notice that when I looked at that image at first. But that there's an image that's like a night vision of a hallway. It's got like... I don't I don't see the person. It's got it's exactly. the humanoid vaguely shape. It's got the big wide hat and it's on the left side the, of the, the doorway. Yes. That's the thing. Well mm -hmm. the entity appears to glide slowly down the hallway, seemingly not noticing the drone. After it passes, the drone is instructed to follow the entity. 
entity enters a maintenance closet near the end of the initial hallway. Drone observes as entity extends a long arm from beneath the tower layers and touches the floor. Upon further observation, the entity is noted to have picked up some of the thick, dark material previously identified as blood and power station runoff with what is identified as its primary finger appended. Entity then begins to make slow movements towards the wall behind it. This is obscured from the drone's view. The entity ceases movement and then slowly turns to leave the room. The drone is instructed to move towards the wall and take note of any changes. It is noted that the entity left behind a number of unique signals, such as Cognito Hazard Expunge. The drone takes several flash photographs of these symbols and transmits them back to Site Command. Uh, it shows the maintenance closet with the zone without the symbol because they've been expunged. The drone is then instructed to continue to follow the large entity. However, the entity has disappeared from the hallway. It is noted that the entity left no apparent footprints, even the thick material covering parts of the floors. The drone is instructed to continue on regardless. The drone reaches what appears to be a series of several containment cells. A first cell is open. A placard on the side of the doorway reads, Entity 324, scheduled for termination 12-13-1975. The drone enters the doorway and observes a spacious containment cell. Thick rubber padding is all along the walls. The drone notices a human form in the center of the room covered in a thick, dark sludge. As the drone approaches the form, small sparks fire, fire from its fingertips towards the drone. The drone takes several photographs and leaves. The next three cells are all empty with no placards. The fourth cell is closed and its placard is smashed. Drone is intended to attempt to open the door with its cutting torch. After a, four moment, a few moments, it is able to do so. The drone enters the room. In the corner of the room is an emancipated body of a human female, roughly aged at 34 years. The body shows no signs of life. A chain is seen around the neck, descending into the shirt. Notable is the lack of sludge within this cell, possibly as a result of the inhabitant closing the door and locking it from the interior. The drone search, searches the corpse for an identification badge, and finds one. The name reads Jack Bright. Drone is then instructed to search the neck chain, but the chain is discovered to be broken. The drone then leaves the room. Drone traverses a short way until it finds a stairwell. The drone descends to the next floor. The sign by the doorway reads 5th floor. The drone turns to view a stairwell it had previously descended from, but finds it non-existent. After some short discussion at site command, the drone is instructed to enter the doorway. Drone enters into a large, spacious office floor lit by sunlight. Several terminals are nearby, although all of them have been destroyed. The drone approaches the least damaged terminal and attempts to power it on. The terminal does not power on, though whether this is due to a power outage or damage to the machine is unknown. The drone maneuvers across the room. Paper litters the floor, and many appear to have been burned or shredded. The drone reaches a terminal named N. Hadley, which appears mostly undamaged and attempts to power it on. Terminal powers on, the drone then attempts to connect with the computer. The computer is running the same foundation-based system as the current model, albeit a number of generations older. The drone is instructed to transmit every file it is capable of accessing to Site Command. The drone begins to do this. Note, at this point in the operation, Site Command lost contact with the drone. Several members of the operation team suddenly showed symptoms of some kind of anomalous influence, growing silence and beginning to burn from their ears. After the onset of symptoms, any sound would trigger what appeared to be a silent explosion that shook Site Command and destroyed most of its communicative equipment. It was later discovered that the only individuals influenced by this were those who had viewed the symbols created by the large entity in the basement storage closet. Further examination by Foundation Cognito Hazard Specialists and Screening Technology ascertained that the symbols themselves were a sort of pyroclastic cognito hazard. The, any individual becoming aware of the symbols would inevitably succumb to the effects of the hazard, making any additional exploration of the site hazardous. The drone was left unattended for several days thereafter, though it did complete its task of transmitting the terminal contents. The contents of the search could be found in Addendum 1730.5. Attempts to reconnect with the drone were unsuccessful, and drone surveillance of the site from outside the building shows that all the floors above ground level and level in the primary structure were entirely empty. The drone was not located. Alright, and then the final one in point three is uh, exploration log uh, number seven. 
Initial exploration video log transcript. Date was uh, blacked out. Exploration team mold task force Z9 mole rats. 1730. Uh, team lead Z9 cap. Team members 1, 2, 3, 4, and sub. Due to high casualties sustained by previous exploration attempts, it was decided that a team experienced in exploration of anomalous structures would be called into continue operations at 1730. To that end, uh, MTF Z9 mole rats was assigned to 1730. The team consisted of five explorative members and one support member who would stay at site command and monitor fluctuations in local reality. Begin log. We're online. Let us know when you've got a link support. Coming up now, I'm loading your displays with what should be a pretty accurate map of what you should see in there, but don't bet on it, right? Like always, it's fully possible that there's a type green in there, along the side of the other nasties. Alright, Command, what's the worst of it? There's at least one cognito-hazardous entity writing hazards on the walls. Your displays should be able to filter out any and all messages written on the walls, so we don't take any chances. As for the rest, it's a containment site. Awesome. There you have it, guys. Load up. Let's get in there. Yes, ma'am. Z9 team enters the main structure, but search the upper floors first. As observed by the flying drones, the floors are empty. There's no sign of the previous expiration drone. We're clean here. How are we looking, support? Holding steady, Captain. Nothing out of the ordinary. Tell Four that he needs to adjust his channel frequency. I'm having trouble connecting to that module. Will do. Four, check your frequency. You're falling out. Team descends to the main level. After ascertaining the functionality of their hazard blocking displays, the team moves towards a descending stairwell inst instead of the service elevator. Going down now. Starting to see some of that sludge. Any idea where it comes from? Part of the mixture is power station runoff, but it's mostly blood and some other biological residue, like pus. As for where it comes from, your guess is as good as ours. Guess that's what we're here to find out. That's the one. This stuff doesn't stink like you think it would. Just smells like pennies. <laughs> Tighten up all. We're going into the dark. Team descends several levels until they re reach the sixth basement level, marked as a Euclid containment wing. Z9 captain motions to enter the floor. A lot of bodies in here, Cap. I see him. Not all human, are they? Nope, they've all got that look to them, though, from the briefing. Blood on their faces. Stay alert, guys. Copy that. Let's keep moving. Team move forwards for a short time, investigating the mostly empty floor. Suddenly, a rumbling is heard. All team members stop and wait for the noise to end. There's a crash and Z94 shouts. So, what was that? Came from below you. Notice any structural damage? Sure fucking did. Floor collapsed under Randall. He's down below us. I can see him. Four, you read me? Yeah, Cap, I'm alright, but my leg is pretty fucked. I don't know if I can get up. Alright, stay there. We're going down to get you. Three, you stay here with Randall. One, two, move with me. Let's find a stairwell down. Captain, something fluctuating below you. You copy? Z9 Cap does not respond. Site Command also attempts to communicate with Z9 team and fails to do so. Communications continue to be transmitted from the team. Where are they? Should be on their way. Anywhere you can get down here? Not without breaking my legs. You sure? I think I can hear something down here. Pauses. I can't hear anything. It's probably just the pipes. Z94. Fucking pipes. That's a link to um, uh, transcript Epsilon 12 15... 55, uh, for SCP-1555, which I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't either, and it's hella long. Yeah, yes, um, very. But yeah, that's a link, so fucking pipes. <laughs> from Z94's perspective, the floor is shrouded in darkness beyond four meters. The only illumination is coming from the floor above. No, it's definitely something. It's... Fuck, Brett, it's slithering. There's something down here. Hang on, mate. Captain, can you read me? No response. Captain. One, two, anybody? God damn it. Brett, shit, it's right here, I can hear it. Something off screen. Get the fuck away from me, you slimy asshole. Gunshots. I said get the fuck back. Don't shoot anything, Randall. You'll... Z94 cries out. Three's camera observes what appears to be a black, leech-like creature approximately the length and width of an adult human arm, moving slowly towards f number four. Four continues to fire wildly, causing three to run behind the opening in the floor for cover. Suddenly the gunfire stops, and three looks back over the edge. 
Randall, Jesus, fuck. I. The creature has now entered Z9-4's open mouth and is moving slowly down his throat. Four's mic picks up muffled cries and a low grinding noise, like chewing. Three aims his weapons at the creature and fires, missing it when Z9-4 twitches. Three fires again, striking four in the arm. Oh, fuck. Oh, Captain, permission to fire on Randall. No response. God damn it, Captain, permission to fire on four. No response. Fuck, fuck, Randall, I'm... Z9-4, choking, please. Z3, Z9-3 raises weapons and fires at four. There is another rumble, and the ground beneath, beneath Dash 3 gives way. Dash 3 falls into the concrete below and is crushed by additionally falling debris. Z9-3's camera and microphone disconnect. Dash 4's microphone continues to pick up Dash 4, choking and vomiting for an additional five minutes, after which Z9-4 grows silent. Another leech creature emerges from his mouth and disappears. Dash 4 stands and picks up Dash 3's weapon. Dash 4's camera disconnects. Note, at this point, Z9 uh, team was in full disconnect. Two members were assumed uh, killed in action, while the other three were not accounted for. After three hours of non-communication, Site Command contacted Overwatch Command to request a full stop to all explorative efforts into 1730. While waiting for a response, Dash 1's microphone came back online. You didn't look, did you? Yeah, me neither, Cap. Yeah, it was over there, against that wall. Is it not in there anymore? I can get it open. We need fucking bullets. I think they're gone. Yeah, but I don't want to wait around for... Lower? What floor are we on right now, anyways? I thought there were supposed to only be 15. Fuck. Alright. Dash 4's camera suddenly comes online, showing a massive room dimly lit by small flames. Further observation of the footage shows that the small flames all originate from the ears of many humanoids, standing quietly around the, around the walls. In the center pit is a large creature that appears to be covered in many smaller creatures. It is barely distinguishable in the low lighting. Several large pipes over the creature have been cut and are draining onto the center of the room. The camera cuts out. Dash 1. What happened to Site 13? This is like the fifth time. I don't fucking know. How am I... Right. Wait. Yeah, I do too. It's coming from over there. Shit is everywhere. Fuck. Look. Open that door. Uh, shh. Dash 1 is silent. No, I... Shh. Stay quiet. We need to get back upstairs. Hey, who's that? Dash 1's mic disconnects. Note, with the entire team once again unresponsive, Site Command ordered an emergency termination of all explorative efforts into Site 17... Yeah. SCP-1730 while waiting for confirmation from the O5 Council. Four hours pass with no response before Captain's camera begins transmitting. Microphone comes online shortly after. The captain is standing in a very tall room, looking at some kind of large and intricate machine. She approaches the machine slowly before settling over some kind of input console with a backlit screen. Captain wipes dust off a label just above the, the screen. The word Thresher is clearly visible. Captain's hands hover over the keyboard at the console. Another distant sound can be heard over the microphone, later identified as footsteps. Z9 Captain turns quickly to face the darkness behind her. As she turns, her shoulder-mounted light strikes something on the machine behind her and goes out. The footsteps grow closer. Captain begins to breathe heavily and starts running through the dark. She trips and falls, and the noises begin to close in. No, fuck you, get... Captain's camera disconnects. No additional transmissions are received from the Z9 team. And that's everything for uh, the addendum... Three. Point three, which is exploration log transcripts. And I'm going to propose something. First off, advertisement. Uh, yeah. I'm going to insert one right now. There that was. And second, <laughs> um, I'm going to suggest that we make this a multi-part, because I want to finish this. I was also going to suggest that, so there, it's decided. <laughs> but we're not done. There's still more stuff we can do today. Yeah, definitely. Because, I just, yeah. yeah. I had the same thought. I was like, we should... 
Because I want to. Because this it. is not some like the other ones you can do part of, and it's like, oh, you've got the gist. Of, no, this is a story. I'm not, bro. I'm fully. I'm fully invested. Okay, here's the thresher <laughs> log. Uh, that's yeah. Recovered that's data from power station terminal. Uh, there's a little graph saying like power output the thresher. <laughs> uh, power output. Da 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 da. Reactor failure. Yeah. Da 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 da. The usual. Dr. Hadley, as you can see, the power output of the Thresher device has been adjusted to your specifications. At your command, the reactors will search the full 55 gigawatts required to activate the device. Like I mentioned in our previous correspondence, the reactors will likely not survive this kind of power surge. The core dedicated to the body pit might, given its reinforced construction, but there will likely be significant damage to all the rest. Additionally, and you'll forgive me for speaking out of place since I'm not assigned to the Thresher device, but the device is still wildly unstable. The tests have been encouraged on smaller subjects, and they might someday be an app piece of technology, but at this moment it only considers our measure for very final attempts. Utilization of the device could make local reality unstable here, as well as wherever the device ends up. In other words, I hope you know what we're doing, what you're doing. Best of luck, Engineer 242. Okay, so bad reactor, not good. Yeah, bad thing that does some reality, that's probably the source of reality distortion, and also might be why it got sent to this reality or whatever. Yeah, since apparently it was in Alaska. <laughs> yeah, it's not. it was in Alaska right. and was also never built. Yeah, but, you know. Uh, yeah, now right, we got some um, collected data log. Addendum point five. Yeah, like you said, collected data logs. First one is uh, common log uh, one. Dear Dr. Hadley, in parentheses, 340. We've received your communication, and thank you for taking the time to contact us. We have considered your request, but at this time we cannot approve any transfers. If you are at Site-13, you are there because of your superb level of professionalism and aptitude in your profession, and we cannot afford to have you anywhere else. You may speak to your Site pharmacist about an amnestic regimen if you like, but we will not allow you to transfer some from Site-13. As for your concerns about Director Emerson's mortuary uh, protocol, we understand your complaints. However, you must understand that anomalies, especially those classified as humanoid, are not human beings. Human beings fall into a very specific category of non-alumnous light forms. Humanoid anomalies may appear to be human, but are simply humanoid. As such, they are not entitled to the rights and privileges afforded to human beings by the Ethics Committee. Jesus, that's... fucked. <laughs> mm -hmm. our, our job as researchers is to identify where anomalies come from, and then to identify how to best utilize those anomalies for the benefit of mankind. We are protectors, and we cannot protect unless we know everything there is to know about the threat at hand. Once we have learned what we can learn, we neutralize the threat. If you have any other questions, please do not hesitate to contact your offices. Sincerely, Peter Grenwald, SCP Foundation Ethics Committee Chair, Global Call Coalition Ethics Board. Go ahead. So, wherever this Site 13 came from, the GOC and the SCP Foundation combined. That's why they're destroying things. Ooh, test log, Entity 3421, Administrator Dr. 1343. Test purpose, to identify Class 8 Entity's ability to bend reality while exposed to dangerous <laughs> constriction and to Scrantus Mollius inhibitor device. Use of SCP redacted to reanimate entity between tests. Test 1, exposure to temperature, minus 35C. Entity loses energy, becoming less hostile. And extended exposure results in low external temperature and decay, <gasps> decay of skin layer. Entity expires after one hour of sustained exposure. Test 2, exposure to temperature, 150 Celsius. Entity quickly succumbs to heat stroke. Body shows signs of burnings across all surfaces. Organ damage is a result of extreme temperature. Entity unable to change reality to save itself. Test 5, submerge in water, result data not found. Notes, water seems to interfere with Grant and Malleus devices. Test 13, exposure to electricity. Entity unable, unable to save itself. Body no longer salvageable. Entity moved to body pit for incineration. Next one is 129, common uh, 1. 
to engineer 242 from engineer 129. Subject control of hazardous toxins in reactor core. We're having some trouble controlling the waste back up in the pit. The runoff is supposed to be piped to a site, but it keeps getting sucked back into the air intake into the reactor. This stuff is seriously toxic. I don't want to send any of my guys in there to clean it up. Either we shut off the reactor long enough to go down there and clean it up by hand, or we're going to have a pretty serious issue in here for a while. Alright. Next one, termination log 1. Data not found. Summary of events. Entity showed unwillingness to submit to further testing, and as such was swiftly terminated by way of electrocution. Entity moved to body pit for incineration. Note here that additional orders have come in from Dr. Director Emerson requesting a full-scale termination of the entire humanoid wing. Those will be processed Great. at your convenience, and we can begin to empty out those floors. Sincerely, Dr. 790. Next is unknown log number three. Cognito hazard expunged has shown some tenacity, but will soon break under the mental pressure applied to it by the oil raiders. This is not uncommon. Many entities arriving for their initial inspection will resist exposure to treatment in some way, but it cannot be sustained for the duration of their time here. Entity does have a particularly interesting effect on Cognito hazard expunge, which leads me to believe that we could repurpose that aspect of the entity by removing the face, neck, upper chest area, and arms, and applying it to a Mark uh, 12. Yeah to a Mark 12 using the Cognito Hazard Expunge. I will send this notice to Dr. 874 post-haste and move forward with this project. Sincerely, Dr. 720. Unknown log 12.log. To Dr. Hadley from Engineer 242. They took your crossed-out blood leech boy down to the pitch today. I made sure to alter his termination record accordingly and made sure the output is still blocked up. I don't know what you've got planned for him, but that pit's pretty, no that pit's pretty noxious now. It's not going to be good. And then the last one is Hadley letter. You want to do that? Yeah. Dr. Emerson, before we get started, let me just say that the number thing was always bullshit. If you want to properly dehumanize your researchers, you put them in cubicles. The numbers were a joke from the beginning. If you're reading this, then you're left with a decision. What did you think was going to happen, throwing the bodies of anomalies, anomalies into that pit? Did you think that their being alive made them anomalous? Hell, being alive is the least anomalous part of, their, of our humanity. I thought you might have seen that, but then things have changed. The containment breach was my fault. I won't lie to you. In my research, I had the pleasure of analyzing a young boy. His name was Elijah. He, subsist he subsisted only on blood, and he could siphon it through others with his mouth, right through their skin, like a leech. He had no mental capacity beyond tears, and yet he deserved the same chance to live as the rest of us. He did not choose to be the way he was. Then you decided to have him burned, like the rest of them. So, I modified his record. The fires of your pit won't have inc incinerated him, just agitated him. And that sludge that's been building up? I'm glad you cared to clean it up. I'm sure you're glad, too. It's pretty awful down there. Anyway, your decision. The containment breach was inevitable, and whether it was something that crawled out of the pit that did it, or my hand on a button makes no difference. You have a choice to make. Either stay your course, and certainly be devoured by the creatures you have been torturing for the last 15 years, or activate the Thresher device and hope it dumps you out in a more hospital reality than your own. Either way, our world will be rid of you and your filth, and we'll be, ready, and we'll be better for it. This is your death camp, Elliot. You made your bed, and now you get to die in it. Sincerely, Hadley. P.S. Amazing how much can change in just a few years, isn't it? All because you were chasing a promotion. Incredible. I hope it was worth it. Oh, yeah, and if you decide you want to talk this out, I'll be in, down in the basement with Elijah. I've got a nice warm spot for him to get set up when he arrives. You've made sure that, that there will be plenty of blood. Hey. Hey. So I think, I think those data logs were testing, or... or Kind of trying to figure out what those like slithering things were. No, those were from those were found in the facility. Those are the ones that the drone transmitted from the computer. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Is, is, well, that's what I mean. Is that like, cause, because well, I think whatever, some of them are just like was happening at the facility before 
the before I guess the addendums previously before they went to explore it. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I think some That's of them like the thirteen twenty one test, the thirty four twenty one testing is just like showing how that they test and then incinerate. Yeah, it's just it's just some files. Okay, the next one's a received audio transmission, and there is an actual audio thing, but I'm not putting it in because uh, go listen to it yourself on the article. Give them their nice uh, reading. <laughs> the following audio transmission was picked up on monitoring equipment the morning of February first, twenty sixteen. The transmission, both speech and an encrypted signal that followed, has been repeating on a continuous loop since it was first detected. The contents of the transmission are accept- are accessible below. Begin transmission. Hello, my name is Dr. Muhammad Scott, and I am a researcher within the SCP Foundation Site-13 Temporal Studies Division. Myself and my team were abandoned within Site-13 during a recent catastrophic event, the full details of which we do not know. We are currently surrounded by hostile entities and other hazardous anomalies. Of the original 30 members of my team, only 12 remain. 20 Foundation operatives listening on this channel, we are asking for assistance. Our supplies are dangerously low, as is our ammunition. Without eight, it is unlikely that we will last more than another month. Following this message will be an encrypted, adjusted VMS transmission decipherable by standard 1980s Foundation technology. The information within that transmission will contain our location as well as we can describe it. The transmission is wired by a dead man switched to myself and we will will be played on a continuous loop until such time that I die. Please help us. Thank you. Encrypted information and transmission. It's been playing for a while. Yeah. So I think think we should leave the rest for the next episode. Yeah, that's a good Uh, amount. The rest of the addendums. Um... But yeah, so that's that's site thirteen so far. So we have yeah, and um, I think the plot line is basically going to be getting that person out, and then what happens there. But I don't know. Perhaps I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh. So so far we have um, uh, fucking abandoned place got moved, possibly from Alaska that was never built, and also gnome big slithery thingies that are like leeches. Um, some some interesting testing going on. Yeah. This just... this big like plague doctor looking entity but not actually plague doctor because that's a different one um yeah that writes symbols on the walls that make it so that your ears are on fire and if you hear anything you explode yeah which uh, when i was reading that i was like okay well that makes sense why they have don't look at the walls on the walls which uh, yeah i don't know w- a weird spot to have it but it it makes sense also kind of i don't know um yeah so that's i'm again, that's 1730 like earlier, part one I, I'm very invested in this. Yeah, so I see, think... this is a really good one. And yeah. I've heard people say, like, I've heard people say that if there was to be a short film, that it should be this. Yeah. Because... Yeah. Um, I, it, I, it has a lot of cool Yeah, because I feel like if you were going with a specific one, this one gets basically the closest you can to, like, a general what everything, what SCP is about, other than just, like, the hurdy dur containment breach, the Netflix movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah so part one we'll finish it up next time uh um, yeah we will probably um that's the goal y- yes <laughs> no probably's uh, anymore we will <laughs> yeah that's that one fucking yoda quote or whatever that yeah actually that's the yoda quote there are no probably's there is only do mm-hmm. that's definitely what it is um yeah that's yep. That's that's the episode. We're doing part. We're doing the rest of this next episode because not cutting this in half. Yeah. Uh. So so come tune on tune on in next time for that stuff. Indeed. Yeah. Okay. This All is right, the end of the episode. This is the end. This is in fact the end. Have a good night, everyone. Goodbye. I don't know when you're listening to this, but have a good night. Have go 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 take a nap right now. Just go take a nap. Sleep. Just go lie down in your bed and fall asleep. 
immediately. Just have a nightmare. Knockout. Not, why nightmare? Because not good. Because creepy SCP. It's our brand. Spooky. Okay. Go to sleep. <laughs> That's our brand. Good night. Good night. Fucking hell.